0: Hey, Holly.
1: Hey, Dave.
0: How are you today on the What Difference Does It Make podcast?
1: I'm doing great. I'm so happy to see your face. Happy to be here. Happy New Year to you.
0: Oh, thank you. It's raining out, so I wouldn't have you come into the garage. It's safer to stay in the comfort of your own home.
1: Very thoughtful of you. It is pouring here in Southern California.
0: So New Year, meaning back to the old format of looking at a new year. I think we finally, I can't remember what year we finally got it right. Was it 1983, 1984? Looking back at 1983 or 84? It
1: was probably 84.
0: Yeah, probably. 84 was like where we have the, we finally got it correct. Or at least that's what we're doing for right now. For this year, for 1986, we're going to count down the K-Rock songs from 106.7 to number one. But first we look at whatever happened in the year 1986. And what happened for a young Holly Walter in 1986? What was going on there?
1: Oh, it was, well, we were in college. Uh, We were at Cal State Northridge and I finally decided I wanted to be a radio TV film major. So I think that's when I started taking the radio classes and we'd take some TV classes. And it was before I met my husband, which seems like a million years ago, since we did meet in college. Watching Brat Pack films, still, you know, with the old, old group of friends kind of finding, you know, all sort of finding our way. How about you?
0: Yeah. Did you have a major yet? Were you majoring in something initially?
1: I was a psychology major first.
0: Okay. Makes sense.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I could see yeah. that. Using those psychological tricks on your kids to make them think that they're making their own decisions, but it's really what you want.
1: Right. Yeah. So good at that. But no, really, I thought you were going to say more in terms of getting into the, when when we have guests uh, on the podcast, I always want to know about their personal, like their family dynamics and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. That's why I do the podcast. I can unload and you can tell me what, uh, what's going wrong. <laughs>
1: Because <laughs> I'm fully equipped.
0: There you go. You're my Lucy Van Pelt. Do you know who that is?
1: <laughs> oh, Lucy Van Pelt. I am. The, site, the, the therapist is in.
0: Yes. Five cents.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, there's uh, inflation. We had to account for inflation. So like $7.
0: God, I don't know. Okay. Do you take Venmo? Anyway, every new year, we have a format now that's been in effect for a while where we look at a different year we like to take a look at it. And we've been doing that since 1980. And where are we now, Holly? What year have we landed on?
1: So now we're in 1986. Before we start our countdown of the year, we talk about that year in pop culture. So we are going to talk about 1986 in pop culture.
0: A lot of things happened. And so we're going to look back just to kind of set the, uh, the table, so to speak. So you can kind of see where we were in the year that was 1986 and what was going on.
1: So, what do you remember from 1986?
0: I don't remember much. <laughs> I do remember the music. I don't remember any of anything from the school. I remember trying to get out. The, you <laughs> did.
1: You successfully. I it. wanted to, oh, yeah.
0: I wanted to leave Northridge. I know that. Yeah, personally, not much. I mean, I was still a, a blob. I wasn't fully formed. I don't think. I feel like I'm still a blob. Still trying to, to for, <laughs> figure out no what, I still, fully what I what
1: form. You're fully formed. Uh,
0: uh, organism. Functioning human. <laughs> okay, I'm trying. That's, I guess that's what I, I would say is that I'm, I'm trying.
1: You're doing great.
0: <laughs> Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Oh, are you going to be my psychologist now and just tell me? Cause...
1: I'm going to put on my psychologist hat. There you because go. Because I had what, like a whole year of the major?
0: That's more than I have. I didn't remember a lot from 1986 until I looked back at, uh, did some research and see, um, to see what was going on in 1986. And there was a lot going on.
1: Did, didn't it spike some some memory? Spirit? I mean, you remember the things. I mean, there was a whole lot going on in 1986, as it turns out.
0: Yeah. Uh, what, for example, what uh, what do you got? What's what's the first on your list?
1: Okay. As as a, a one year, as having had one year of psychology, what would it say to you? But if the very first thing I mentioned was Chernobyl,
0: for the first time ever, the Soviet Union admits it has had a nuclear accident, and it's clearly a major one. It's almost certainly the uh, most severe accident that has ever taken place in uh, the short history of civilian nuclear power. There were a couple disasters in 1986.
1: Uh, She was a shitty year for disasters or a big year for disasters.
0: Well, yeah, it was the the space shuttle Challenger. There was no interest in the launch when it happened. I think it was only broadcast on CNN at the time.
2: Let's go down to the Kennedy Space Center and take a look at Challenger sitting on the pad. And liftoff, liftoff of the 25th Space Shuttle mission, and it has cleared the tower. So the 25th Space Shuttle mission is now on the way after more delays than NASA cares to count. This morning, it looked as though they were not going to be able to get off. Looks like a couple of the uh, solid rocket boosters uh, blew away from the side of the shuttle in an explosion. Flight controllers here looking very carefully at the situation. Obviously a major malfunction. You saw it just a few moments ago, about 45 seconds after liftoff, a huge fireball in the sky. We have a report from the flight dynamics officer that the vehicle has exploded. Flight director confirms that. We are looking at uh, checking with the recovery forces to see uh, what can be done at this point.
1: Sure, I watched the
0: launch. I must have watched it. Did you? You wa- Okay, because I think there really wasn't that much. I don't remember watching it. I don't remember it being a big deal. Oh. I mean, I know it was the teacher, Krista McAuliffe. She was a social studies teacher at Concord High School in oh. New Hampshire. Oh, I
1: did not remember that. She was selected
0: from more than 11,000 applicants to the NASA Teacher in Space Project and was scheduled to become the first teacher to fly in space. There's been a number of schools that have been named after her. She was uh, awarded the Congressional Space Medal of Honor in 2004. But do you think you were watching it you live as it was going on?
1: You know what? In, in so, maybe it was footage. Maybe it was just footage from, sure. from after. Yeah, it's one of those things
0: where you see it so many times you feel like you were actually watching it as it happened.
1: How about we move on to what the top baby names were of 1986? <laughs> That's something lighter and, and peppier. <laughs>
0: Okay, uh, nineteen eighty six. Okay, so those people, those kids that are now, let's see, you know, in their thirties, are thirty seven,
1: close to forty.
0: Okay, thirty. How many? Okay, so how many? Uh, probably Gen Y kids. I guess that's who they would be if they were born in uh, okay. in eighty six. They would be Gen Y. All
1: right. So what would their names be?
0: And now their names are, <laughs> I. It's always uh, Jacob and Zachary for boys
1: no no Uh, not on this No,
0: it is now but uh i don't know well so back in the day so for boys what uh, so
1: think of so for boys it was well some of the usual david matthew chris michael
0: okay i don't feel like i know enough davids anymore it you know it seemed like it was a dying name for a while
1: for girls jessica ashley amanda jennifer and sarah
0: okay those seem like traditional names So it was also the time uh, that something else was born in 1986. It was a company that made, as a radio TV film major, this was a company that made unique films, not necessarily on film, but digitally.
1: Who made digital films?
0: And uh, they they released a short in 1986, pretty prominent now
2: Go to pantheonpodcast.com slash Metallica, enter your email, and hit that button to be entered to win.
0: And just like that, you're eligible for our monthly exclusive Metallica merch package.
2: And guess what, rockers? You can enter every month. So just do it. And while we love our global brothers and sisters, the lawyers won't let us ship outside the U.S.
1: I can only think of the Blair Witch Project.
0: Now that's 99. <laughs> this is 86. Hi. It. W- It was a short. The movie is called Luxo Junior. Does that help at all? It was two minutes long. It's centered around a large object and a small object. Uh, One was kind of like the the adult and one was the child. These were lamps that were animated. Still nothing. Still nothing. Okay. Um, The lamp plays with a ball. It's kind of like a little, it's almost like a puppy dog bouncing around. Um, and now these lamps signify at the start of every one of these movies, you see this lamp jumping on a ball to form oh, Pixar. Pixar. There you go. Nineteen eighty-six is when Pixar started.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I did not know the original. I didn't know how Pixar came into oh. existence. So very interesting. Thank you.
0: Yeah, I'm sure you could see it on YouTube. I'm sure it's yeah. on Disney Plus. Now you can watch Luxo Jr. Hey, what showed up in nineteen eighty-six? For the first time in a very long time, the for the first time in 1910, and uh, will uh, not to be seen again for a very long time. Haley's Comet? Yes, very hey, good.
1: Hey,
0: good, 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 good on you. When is I the next time we will it. see Haley's Comet?
1: Well, if that was 70 years, is it another 70 years from 1980?
0: Yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it's something like like every, I don't know. See, so
1: 1986.
0: So that was 76 2050. years.
1: 2050.
0: No, it will be July 28th, 2061. You expect to be around? I don't. But yeah, that's something to look forward to for those that are still around. Tell your kids. (laughs)
1: For those that might be around. Yeah.
0: In 1986, I got a great tip for you. Uh, If you, this uh, stock became available. You should invest in Microsoft. That's when it first became available.
1: If only I could go back.
0: They used. To, I remember back in like in nineteen eighty six. Like, oh, if only I knew about Xerox. If I invent, invested in Xerox, then I would be a or, rich man. Uh, yeah, or uh, or Kodak or something. We'll see if, if Microsoft is still around in fifty some odd years.
1: I'm saying yes.
0: You're saying yes. Okay. And the
1: last downer that I'll mention is that was when the term "going postal" was coined.
0: Oh, is that right?
1: Yeah, it was a, a mass shooting. Yeah, 14 people were killed. He was a Postal Service
0: employee. Well, Well, see, I understand that because of Newman. It's just like, because the mail just keeps coming and coming. It never stops. It never stops. Let me ask you something. What do you do for a living, Newman?
2: I'm a United States postal worker. (laughs) Uh, Does the guys that always go crazy and come back with a gun and shoot everybody? Sometimes. why is that because the mail never stops it just keeps coming and coming and coming there's never a let up it's relentless every day it piles up more and more and more you gotta get it off and the more you get out the more it keeps coming in and then the barcode reader breaks and the public clearing out the mail never
1: stops.
0: it never stopped and then and now it has do you get excited when the mailman comes anymore
1: I know, but it's only crap. Nothing good comes nothing, in the mail. Nothing
0: good comes in the mail. I know, it's kind of sad.
2: Yeah, I'd like to cancel my mail. I want out permanently. No one's canceling any mail. <laughs> oh, yes, I am. Well, what about your bills? The bank can pay them. The bank. Hmm? And then, well, what about your cards and letters? Email, telephones, fax machines, FedEx, Telex, <laughs> telegrams,
0: holograms. All oh, right, it's true. Of course nobody needs mail. What do you think you're so clever figuring out what out? Yeah, where do you write letters? Have you written a letter write, to someone? I
1: always write. I write thank you notes for every written thank you notes for everything. Do you? I do. Nice. I always have, yeah. And I just will never get out of the habit because I think. But I just like to write them.
0: What about award shows? Do those interest you?
1: Award shows interest me.
0: Okay, you know, as I look at this list, this is from the nineteen eighty 1980, from nineteen eighty six Academy Awards the best movies from 1985. Right. Do, do you, oh, okay, so tell me. So the one... What won the award? The award for best film was Out of Africa. William Hurt for Kiss of the Spider Woman, <laughs> Geraldine Page, The Trip to Bountiful, Donna Meachie for Cocoon, Angelica Houston for Pritzy's Honor. Also nominated that year for Best Supporting Actress was this uh, young up-and-comer named Oprah Winfrey for The Color Purple. Oh, one one more thing. 58th Academy Awards in 1986. The winner... I don't know if you'll know. No, you're not going to know this. The best original song from the movie White Nights. It's a song, oh. song by Lionel Richie. There was one other, Separate Lives, that was nominated that did not win. There was The Power of Love, my favorite, Huey Lewis in the News. You know, there was songs from uh, The Color Purple and A Chorus Line. But the winner, also from White Nights, this is by Lionel Richie, a ballad by Lionel.
1: Wasn't say you say me.
0: Yes, very yeah. good. Nice right. job. Best original song.
1: My relationship with Lionel Richie is complex.
0: It's complex because I
1: mean, I like the Commodores, but Lionel Richie is obviously a revered songwriter, musician, you know, singer, tons of hits. But his his solo music itself, it didn't. It just didn't appeal to me. I recognize that it's good. And it's good pop music, but it just didn't appeal to me so much.
0: I gotcha. It appealed to the, the, yeah. I mean, it was mainstream America. He could write a hit.
1: And and I had a lot of them. Yes, he did. Deservedly so. But I've heard his, his, uh, his concerts. Have you ever seen him?
0: Never, never got to see Lionel. Well, hopefully one day, maybe in Vegas. Let's go see him. I,
1: I would actually love to see him because I have heard he puts on such a fabulous live show.
0: These songs that you don't appreciate, a lot of these songs that we didn't like as 20-year-olds, suddenly, uh, as you get older, it's just kind of gets embedded into your DNA. You know? yeah. Yep, you know what? This this is a great song. This was, is this was an amazing artist. Say you say me Say it for always That's the way it should be Say you, say me, say it together naturally. The walls of doubt. A voice was crying out. I might have not liked him at the time, but I would 100% see him now. That happens with a lot of artists, I think. Like the ones you didn't like as a kid because you're trying to, you know. Be cool. Be cool. Exactly. Lionel was not cool. If you were trying to be cutting edge, he wouldn't say, oh my God, I'm an indie rocker, but you know, I've. I really like Lionel Richie and Phil Collins. They really, they speak to me.
1: Well, we can say that now. That well, I'm right. saying
0: in, in 1986, if you said, you know, yeah. my favorite artists are Lionel Richie and Phil Collins, you would not be thought of as a cutting edge rocker. No. No.
1: Like, I, I that reminds me of Gary Kemp not being able to acknowledge that he liked Pink Floyd when he was a... Blitzkid.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. So I, I list the, the movies from 1985 that won awards in 1986. What were the big hits in 1986?
1: The big hits in 1986? Well, Top Gun was the top grossing movie of
0: 1986. Oh, yes.
1: Yeah. So how do you feel about that?
0: I think I liked it at the time. I think I might have liked this new one even better, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maverick. I, I, I don't I know if it's, it's because to... of my age or what, what it was. You know back then it was kind of like a lionel richie album like oh yeah of course everyone's going to love this this is yeah it's a well-crafted movie geared towards my age group That's and i yes to the 20 year olds and this is something that the kids are going to love and we did and i liked it yeah I, you know i was probably trying to find my own unique movie experience
1: but there's no shame in liking the things that are fed to you if they're good and entertaining sure right yeah It was also the year of Crocodile Dundee, which, were you a fan of those?
0: No, I can tell you, I think it was the first time I saw a woman in a thong bathing suit.
1: I did not remember that. Oh,
0: well, as yeah, 20-year-old, okay. it was like, what is that? I
1: guess that would be significant.
0: Women can wear this?
1: <laughs>
0: so I remember Linda Kozlowski in her bathing suit. That's all I know. And you know, and Crocodile Dundee had a knife. That was another one that was just kind of a mainstream hit that was like, I don't need to see this.
1: So I, that is how we felt, but it was our number two grossing film of 1986.
0: What else you got? What other films were big?
1: Uh, what about Ferris Bueller? Don't tell me you did not like Ferris
0: Bueller. No, I love Ferris Bueller. I was all, I was all in on that. I love, yeah, loved everything about that. The
2: 1961 Ferrari 250 GT, California.
1: Less than a hundred were made. My father spent three years restoring this car. It is his love. It is his passion. It is his fault he didn't lock the garage.
0: That was a great movie. Guess what became a syndicated show in 1986? Speaking of films.
1: What? 1986?
0: Speaking of reviews and syndication and determining whether I should see a movie or not. I watched weekly to decide on whether I would give a movie a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Siskel and Ebert? Siskel and Ebert. Yes. Peggy Sue
2: Got Married. Round Midnight. What do these three films have in common? Well, they all feature music on their soundtrack, but more important, they appear on either Roger or my 10 Best Films of 1986 list, the annual rite of critics nationwide. I'm Gene Siskel of the Chicago Tribune. And I'm Roger Ebert of the Chicago Sun-Times.
1: Siskel and Ebert at the movies.
0: Came out in syndication September 13th, 1986. Also coming out in syndication, she was uh, nominated for uh, Best Supporting Actress and also uh, came out with a syndication show that uh, became fairly successful. Oh, Oprah? Oprah was also came oh, out of syndication. In, that's
1: right. Right, we've come this far, and we're absolutely so excited about syndication and about being on your station. But it doesn't work if you don't work with us. So we hope that you won't let up, because we're not going to let up.
2: Now, September the 8th is the premiere date. And, of course, if Yoo-hoo! you have any
0: special... Prom- you know, it was a Chicago-based show, and then, much, much like true. Siskel and Ebert, was a Chicago-based show, and then it went national. Huh. Huh. <laughs> How about that? (laughs) All right. Also, I guess it's kind of worth, we mock it now because it, it actually happened in 1986. This was a charity event where people across America got together. And what did they do?
1: Use their hands.
0: Yes. Hands Across America
1: what has 12 million eyes over 50 million fingers and
2: reaches from the statue of liberty all the way to the pacific ocean hands across america a human chain 4,000 miles long ocean to ocean coast to coast it started with the music and now it's your turn six million people including some of the leading names in rock and roll will join hands on may 25th to fight hunger in the united states and mtv can help put you there learn more about hands across america watch for further developments on mtv
0: From New York to Long Beach, people were going to hold hands, and they they had enough people. They needed at least 5 million people, it says, to form a human chain. But there were some gaps, and they used used, uh, various ribbons and ropes and banners, so everyone could uh, be together and hold hands as one for 10 minutes. In harmony. Yeah. How much did you pay for the right to hold hands with someone?
1: I did not, did you? No. How much would you pay?
0: Ten bucks. The event raised $15 million. And there were celebrities all over the country that you could possibly hold hands with. Give me a city.
1: Uh, how about Philadelphia?
0: Philadelphia. In Philadelphia, you could hold hands with Jerry Lewis and Scott Baio.
1: Chachi. Yeah.
0: All right. Who, who how else? About Are you talking Oklahoma? Columbus, Ohio? Michael J. Yes. Fox is in Columbus.
1: Oh, good one. Okay. Uh, Cleveland, Ohio?
0: Cleveland, you would hold hands with David Copperfield. Wow. Yeah. Oh, here's one. If you're a MASH fan and you went to Toledo, Ohio, who would you hold hands with? Clinger. But yeah, Clinger. You're right. It was Clinger, Jamie Farr, Toledo, Ohio. Uh, If you were in Cincinnati, man, if you're a Star Wars fan, who would you get to hold hands with? Mark Hamill? No. Chewbacca.
1: These are celebrities of the time for sure.
0: Yeah, right. Ooh, in Little Rock in 1986 you could have you could hold hands with Governor Bill Clinton. How about that? Wow. Springfield, Illinois had 50 Abraham Lincoln impersonators. So, quite an event. Anyway, this this is what uh, happens. And oh, by the way, do you know the the theme song that we all sang for Hands oh, Across America? America? Do you remember that big that big theme song that, you know, much like we are the world and Uh, Do they know it's Christmas? The song's called Hands Across America. It was played simultaneously on hundreds of radio stations at 3 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, but featured lead vocals by Joe Cercisano and Sandy Farina and the band Toto. The song peaked at number 65 in 1986. We're yapping it up, but the time has come to take a break, and now we will do just that.
1: Welcome back to the What Difference Does It Make podcast, and we will continue on with our journey back to 1986.
0: Okay, so now we're moving to TV. There was one commercial that made a debut, and it was just this opening line. It was this line that kind of launched a million parodies.
2: I'm not a doctor, but I play one on TV.
0: That was the first time it was played in 1986. That was Peter Bergman for a Vicks Formula 44 commercial.
1: And who did he play?
0: He played a doctor. He wasn't a doctor, but he play, played one on TV. So I'm going to talk about what is was important in your life, what you need. That was uh, with 1986, that was the first time that uh, we heard that phrase.
1: Who would know? Because people say that every generation says that.
0: You think your kids would know that? No, they wouldn't know where it came from. <laughs> what a horror! I mean, it's like I've fallen and I can't get up. There, were, I mean, there was that's one thing that we're missing now: our catchphrases. You don't uh, hear those anymore. Where's the beef? Yeah, where's the B for... Yeah, <laughs> so many others. Yeah, like Top Gun, what was the... I feel the need... The need for speed. Oh! I think I need for need. speed. <laughs> oh, Dan Rather was in the news. Yeah. Catchphrases. Tried to do a catchphrase. Courage. He ended his broadcast by saying courage. Didn't really catch on. A month after he was doing this became the other... This other catchphrase that, do you know more details of this? I just know that someone accosted him and was asking what, something, what, Do you tell me the story?
1: It was actually, I read that it was two men attacked him and they kept repeating, Kenneth, what is the frequency? I don't know why he was attacked. I thought it was random. Clearly. Yeah. (laughs) I I, I don't know. But yeah, so there's, there's your catchphrase.
0: There is, there is a catchphrase that uh, attracted the attention of Michael Stipe.
1: Yeah, and uh, that was their, wasn't that R.E.M.? Uh, was it their first number one? Oh, I don't know. Oh, it, it was I, the first song to debut at number one on the Modern Rock chart.
0: Oh, oh, very nice. But- one other catchphrase, sort of. Uh, Bill Shatner was on Saturday Night Live, and he did a skit where he was at a Star Trek convention.
2: Something I wanted to say, I... I- Having received all your letters over the years, and, and, and I've spoken to many of you, and some of you have traveled you know, hundreds of miles uh, to be here, I'd just like to say, get a life, will you people? I
1: mean, I mean, I mean for,
2: for crying out loud, it's, it's just a TV show. I mean, look at you, look at the way you're dressed. You, 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 you've turned an enjoyable little job that I did as a lark for a few uh, years into a colossal waste of time. I mean, mean, how old are you people? What have you done with yourselves? You, you you must be almost 30. Have
1: you you ever kissed a girl? That's where that originated. I mean, that's, that's,
0: Uh, I don't came to the public in, uh, in, in... I don't know. It was taken different. I mean, it could be taken different ways. I think, you know, Shatner did a tongue in cheek, but I think a lot of people are like, yeah, these, these people are insane. They're, So yeah, they're,
1: they're they're rabid fans.
0: They are rabid fans. And that is part of their life. That is their life. (laughs) Nothing wrong with that. One other huge uh, debut that I have to mention that came, that's, uh, arrived on the air September 13th, uh, Saturday morning theme song sung by Cyndi Lauper. Very musical. I mean, you know, I got introduced to Charo and Katie Lang and you know, so, so many others.
1: I didn't dislike it. Just, it wasn't a go-to for me.
0: For me, it was the most creative thing I'd seen ever. It was just, uh, I, I loved it. Really. That's what I probably like when I saw you. That was probably all about Pee Wee's Playhouse. I'm like, I don't need to deal with this. This guy's cuckoo crazy. It's a little weirdo. <laughs> no, I wouldn't have judged you. <laughs> I'm sure you were silently judging.
1: No, certainly not.
0: Now it's time to get to the radio and the music part. I have my uh number one albums by our our friend Craig of the show. Rosen. Yes.
1: Our our bestie.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's autographed and all. Oh Did you ever oh. see that?
1: Oh. Yeah. Keep rocking. Thanks,
0: Greg. He says, Dave, you'll always be number one in my book. Keep rocking. See what he did there? Clip. Do
1: you think he wrote that every time he signed
0: it for I'm sure he does. So, yeah, I've got all the number ones from 1986, all the number one albums. What do you think the uh, the year started out with as the number one record?
1: Oh, that's a good question. That's a very good question. You tell me.
0: <laughs> you, you'll never guess.
1: I, okay, tell
0: me. <laughs> you'll never guess because uh, it's Barbra Streisand, the Broadway album.
1: <laughs> You're right. I would not have guessed that.
0: Yeah, but it was what Albert Brooks was listening to. In defending your life. In defending your life. It's
1: one of my favorite movies of all
0: time. Oh yeah. Oh good. So yeah, the top five albums to start off the year. Okay. Yeah. So that was the Broadway album. Then we had Chardé. Uh, Promise was number okay. five. Number four, Scarecrow, John Cougar Mellencamp. Oh. Number three, Heart, self-titled. And then uh, number two, the Miami Vice soundtrack
1: makes perfect sense.
0: It uh also a number 1 record, uh the debut from Whitney Houston. Also a kind of a debut for a band called Van Hagar 5150. Are you uh Team Roth or Team Hagar?
1: That's a really I, I'm not making a decision on this one. I like
0: Really? You
1: I have an affinity for both.
0: Yeah. I was I've always been David Lee.
1: Oh, see, not a fan of his solo.
0: Oh, I was never first off. I loved him and then, you know, slowly apart in July of 86 someone it was kind of a debut album I would kind of put this in the line of this was at like you think of jagged Little pill as Alanis's debut album but it wasn't really this was not really this woman's solo album but you would think of it as a debut
1: that is not helping you got to give me a little bit more than that
0: oh come on she's taking control of her career here
1: oh you're right Janet Jackson
0: yes this is probably I didn't realize Patty LaBelle had a number one record can you name the song? from in 1986 that was the big hit
1: yes no
0: on my own yeah with michael mcdonald number one for three weeks.
1: Was On My Own from a, a film?
0: I don't think so, but that was enough to launch her into the top spot. Top Gun soundtrack of course was, was number one.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Number two was Peter Gabriel's So. Worthy. Classic. Yeah, yep. still. And number four was Invisible Touch by the band. By his competitor. Yeah, his competitor.
1: <laughs> his bandmate.
0: The, yeah, the guy who sounds just like him. Also... Reaching number one, True Blue by Madonna. Your favorite, Lionel Richie, Dancing on the Ceiling. <laughs> Hitting number three during that time in September is uh, Raising Hell by Run DMC. Very exciting time. It at- was.
1: It was a good year for them. That was this They also, 1986, was also Walk This Way.
2: <laughs> with the
0: the cassette the day it came out the raising hell that was like i was waiting for this to happen (laughs) it was an exciting moment for me i don't remember the space shuttle disaster but i do remember hearing hearing walk this way for the first time
1: (laughs) as a radio tv film major
0: yeah exactly yeah showing my true colors Mm -hmm. Uh,
1: the video for walk this way was i mean i was enthralled seeing them perform together
0: and by the way, also off topic, have you seen on Paramount? They have the the soft rock documentary. Ooh. You should watch it. But it's DMC, starts it off. Can't remember what the song was. It was some soft rock song, but he's like, that was fucking amazing. You know, that's all they heard were, were these these soft rock songs in the, the 70s and early 80s. You should watch it. It's kind of, it's cheese ball, but it's fun. Also, I'm sure you love this. These are guys with big hair from Jersey. Fun bon Jovi. Yes. Slippery when wet. Of course. Of course. Did you love Bon Jovi? Was that like in 86? I would imagine
1: like Yes, I like them enough but I wasn't like gaga for them the way my my best friend Fable, they is, is was gaga for them like Yeah. Yeah. Because of him. I mean, yeah, he's a was <laughs> a hottie.
0: He, he was wanted dead or alive. Yeah. It's a cowboy.
1: Like a cowboy. <laughs>
0: he's a steel the horse he rides. Steel
1: horse. <laughs> Ah <sighs> <sighs>
0: Closed out the year with Bruce Springsteen's live album, 75 to 85, which I bought on CD, first big investment.
1: Yeah, but that's hours of
0: music. It was, yeah. That well, was yeah. kind of cool. Have Springsteen Live is his first official live record on CD. I yeah. couldn't play it in my car, but I played it at home.
1: <laughs> Not for another few years. Yeah.
0: So, the, yeah, so those are the albums, our friend Craig Rosen and his uh, number one albums. I believe you can pick it up on Amazon if you want.
1: Yeah, maybe you can even get him to sign it for you. Yeah. Or we can ask him to
0: sign it yeah. for you.
1: All right. Um so we talked about the albums, but also there are there was the Billboard year in Hot 100 singles. What's
0: what's because good? I, I
1: have feelings about this. So I'm just going to tell you number 10 to number 1. Number 10 was Robert Palmer, Addicted to Love.
0: Okay. Did you like that? Did you You look right now as I look at you, you look like you're dressed as one of the women, one of the band members. Just all Thank in black, you. yeah.
1: Yeah, thank you. No, I was into it. I, I liked it. I liked it
0: a lot. And you love Love Actually too. Whenever I see Love Actually, I think of the Robert Palmer video.
1: <laughs> I love that movie. Number nine is in Mr. Mr. Kyrie. Mm-hmm. Survivor with Burning Heart.
0: How about that? I would not have guessed they had. Can you can you sing Burning Heart? No. <laughs> okay.
1: Can I sing anything? No,
0: I mean, do you know the melody to Burning when you hear Burning oh, yeah. Heart? Do you? Yeah. What? I play the melody I'm like oh yes of course. Yeah. But I it's, that's but it doesn't stick in my mind is like oh yeah. That's right. They they had more than one top 10 hit.
1: Oh yeah. I would not have remembered that this was so high on the chart that year.
0: But this was um, a, I mean it was starting to rock was getting a little bit harder or you know like met, pop metal was starting to get there, you know, you got your Bon Jovi's, got yes. your Survivors, there's there's still there's like this guitars getting a little bit louder but more yeah, but I mean, still melodic. Hair's getting higher. Things are happening. Yeah. Things are Maybe, happening in 86.
1: These bands all also were doing their power ballads, you know, their
0: The power ballad was uh, starting here, starting up.
1: Well, okay. So, number 7 was Party All The Time.
0: <laughs> My girl loves the party all the time. I Eddie Murphy. Yes. The reason he he wasn't part of the We Are The World sessions. He had he was in the yeah. studio. He was doing his own thing. And, um, uh, yeah, so he yeah. decided he, he just wants to he, he just can
1: finish his own stuff yeah. as he should. Number six was how will I know Whitney Houston Love that? Yeah, me too. Uh, then broken wings, another Mr. Mr. Two ta- two songs in the top 10, Mr. Mr. Yeah. You're
0: in chart. Welcome to welcome to the real world. Or what was the name? <laughs> um,
1: the name of the album.
0: It was, uh,
1: yeah welcome to the real world
0: welcome to the real world yeah welcome to the real world
1: yeah then was the number four was the previously mentioned on my own from patty labelle and michael mcdonald yeah and then do you remember this one i i was surprised to find it at number three i miss you from climax that's (laughs) k-l-y-m-a-x-x yeah do you remember that song
0: yeah i do more than survivor Okay, so what else you got? What else? Okay, number two was "Say You Say Me." Very good from the album from the one. movie,
1: from the movie <laughs> which you already said. What movie? White Nights. White Nights. The but that was the um, Gregory Hines, Mikhail Baryshnikov. Yes.
0: Yeah. All right. So number one, Madonna.
1: No, you no, uh, you no. Probably won't guess number one. Wait,
0: I haven't. We haven't mentioned the name at all.
1: No, we have not.
0: We have not.
1: You're not going to guess this.
0: Wait, Unless I you do. Speak. I did do a little bit of research, and it was um, I, the number one group for 1986 were the Bengals. Is the Eternal Flame? Nope. No, I don't know.
1: That's what friends are for.
0: Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Seeing you want to know? Clearly, what a
0: radio doing? and TV and film major. Not, not.
1: <laughs> not, at, not drama
0: or, 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 or choir. Or, <laughs> not in the. Performing understand? arts. We were not performing arts people. Keep smiling. Keep shining. Knowing you can always count on me. For sure. That's what friends are for. For good times
1: and bad times. That was uh, Dion and Friends. Yeah,
0: and the, which, friends were? Well, the friends were Elton. All I can hear is, uh, um, please uh, help me out here. I, I can't.
1: Gladys and Stevie.
0: Oh, Gladys Knight and Stevie. Okay, very good. Um, wonder not Nix. Right. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, I have uh, yeah number one songs for 1986. Let's see if there was any I didn't remember. Oh, Rock Me Amadeus, Falco.
1: That was actually number one my birthday week in 1986 when I was turning 21.
0: That is correct. (laughs) The top female artist, Madonna, and I mentioned the top group of 1986 were the Bengals. Do you know the number one solo male artist? And I'll even give you the song. I think there are a few few of them, but this 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 one was number one. There'll be sad songs to make you cry. Who sang that?
1: There'll be sad songs to make you cry. Can you sing it? Sad songs
0: say so much, Elton? Oh, no. No. <laughs> There'll be sad songs, and then in parentheses, to make you cry. Number Can you one. sing it? Number one. No. To get out of his dreams and get into his car. Oh. Looks Billy like
1: Billy
0: Ocean? Yeah. <laughs> when the going gets tough, the tough get going. There'll be sad songs. Love Zone. Love is forever. Oh,
1: it is Billy Ocean. It is
0: Billy Ocean. Yeah. And then hey, in...
1: that was pretty good.
0: Yes. Good job. Dodge the bay- i So, yeah. Billy Ocean, the number one male artist of 1986. Crazy. Hmm. We ended the year walking like an Egyptian.
1: With the bangles.
0: And with the bangles. The number one band of
1: 1986. Yeah. So. I'm sure you you uh, you agree with that assessment. <laughs> the blonde waitresses take their trays, spin around, and they cross the floor. Egyptian. In
0: 1986, yeah, I think uh, I was I was all in on the Bangles.
1: You were at the front; you were uh, leading the charge. Of- yeah, I
0: was in my Paisley. Yeah. Was either dressing like uh, P- P- I was, <laughs> I probably looked more like Pee P- Wee <laughs> like P- Herman than uh, than like a Paisley <laughs> Underground guy. My Heck. little bolo tie or whatever I was wearing. Oh yeah. All right. So,
1: so uh, Is that gonna do
0: it for 1986? <laughs> yeah, I think we covered. <laughs> well anyway that i mean it's just a primer this was a primer just to kind of set the get us uh into what we're going into for for this year 1986 and talking all about it and the songs and the artists setting
1: the table for 1986 we
0: are setting the table as we as we mentioned early in the podcast and now i guess the table is set we put on the primer
1: we're gonna have then we're gonna have uh oh i guess we have to have the entree but i was gonna say then dessert starts and uh, as we start with number one
0: hundred and six point seven on the K Rock chart, yeah, that'll be fun. That's what we will be doing uh, next week. We, we start doing a counting it down. Well, happy nineteen eighty six, happy new year. Happy nineteen eighty six, and happy twenty twenty three to you. Happy twenty twenty three to you too. We do social media stuff. We're getting up to. Uh, we almost have like five hundred subscribers now on on YouTube.
1: Oh yeah, I know we're kicking it.
0: We reached the thousand mark on Facebook we're hitting 500 on youtube we're getting you know baby steps we're getting there
1: join us on youtube you will find a lot of fun stuff you'll see concert you know concert footage little short outtakes and as well as outtakes from some of our shows so on youtube what difference does it make podcast and on the rest of social media at wddim podcast
0: who knows what the new year's going to bring so i'm excited to see what's what's going to be posted on there (laughs) well i hope you enjoy it dave i hope so too i'm sure i will Hope to be a part of that. New episodes every Friday, so subscribe and get those reminders that uh, that we're coming. Here we are. All right. So until next week, this is Dave.
1: This is Holly. Check you
0: later. Over and out.
2: It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football.